Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson, and really appreciate you being a part of the show today. If you're new to Unpacking It, check out our website, unpackingit.com. You can subscribe to our email devotional that we call Unpack This. Uh, And also, I hope you have already subscribed to this podcast. And you'll notice uh, in our feed, we also do a two-minute timeout, which basically takes a current sports story, relates it to the Bible, and you can listen to it in two minutes. And so uh, this is the, the longer version of our podcast. And so we've got another great interview for you today. Stick around at the end of the interview. I will let you know what stood out to me the most uh, from the conversation and something that I think all of us can be encouraged by today. But right now, let's jump right in. Our guest today is a proud husband, father, and entrepreneur who is a college football player at the Ohio State University and a safety in the NFL for the Carolina Panthers. He and his wife, Jasmine, are natives of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and currently reside in Fort Mill, South Carolina with their three children. He has a new venture called Audible Coaching and Consulting LLC that we'll tell you all about as well as our exciting partnership with him. I'm pleased to be joined by Nate Sally here on Unpacking It. Nate, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Bryce. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, we're we're excited yeah. to 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 hear your story and and hear about where you've you've come from, where you're going, what you're doing now. And and so we'll we'll start though with your college football career. And and I'm mm-hmm. curious, how did you choose to to play at Ohio State? And, and what was your experience mm-hmm. like as a, a player and as a person while at, at OSU? That was an amazing time. Um, you know, it was a time where you know, college is something, you know, I dreamed of since, you know, a kid and, you know, to put in, you know, the work and the effort and to kind of see all of that, you know, come to fruition and have that opportunity to go there in the first place was amazing. And at first it's weird, you know, I didn't really consider Ohio State at first. Um, I'm a city boy from South Florida, you know, Miami, Florida State, Florida, were all the top schools at the time. Um, Ohio State had just hired Jim Trestle. You know, we were a part of his first recruiting class, so it wasn't a ton there to go off of for us in that class, aside from him as a man and his character. Um, so that was a big thing was him coming to into my home and speaking with my family and I. Um, and then the guy who recruited me, uh, Coach Con- Bill Conley, uh, and, my, and my defensive back coach, uh, Mel Tucker, who's uh, now at, uh, at Georgia, defensive coordinator. Um, but just you know, those three um, coming in and really letting me know that I was one of their top guys that they were going after and um, and, and, and selling me on the, the history of Ohio State, um, that got me to at least go up there on a visit. And once I went on my visit and saw the, the stadium, I was sold. So to be able to play in that, that stadium, I didn't even go to a game. I just went just to be in, in that stadium. Was, wow. Was, was a great selling point. So it was amazing. You know, my freshman year, I played both football and basketball because um, I love playing ball as well. And then the rest of the way, I just played football. So it was an amazing experience to go there. And then, as I mentioned, you know, Trestle not being a huge name in college football at the time just yet, to go there our freshman year and, and win the national championship versus my, my home team, you know, where everybody <laughs> told me I should have I gone in the first place um, was really just, you know, affirmation for me that 
you know, trusting what God put on my heart to go to Ohio State, even when it wasn't the most popular thing to do, was the right choice for me. And then, you know, the rest of my career there uh, was was just, you know, it was amazing. It was exciting. We had a great group of guys and, you know, wound up being a captain my senior year, uh, which is something, you know, I'm extremely proud of. And I was voted most inspirational player on the team that year as well. I mean, my senior year as well. Um, so, you know, very exciting to kind of think back to those moments. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking with Nate Sally right now on Unpacking It. And, and so you have this great career that, that you described at Ohio State. And and yep. then now it's now it's time for the the NFL draft and and so oh, yeah. what do you remember most about that that season of your life and and just the, the 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 announcement that in the fourth round the Carolina Panthers back in 2006 selected mm-hmm. Nate Sally for for their team uh, it was amazing it was very similar to you know being going to college uh, because it's something you dream about but you just never know you never know how it's going to work out. Um, you know, it was amazing, you know, to work, you know, your whole life. Uh, you know, I started playing ball when I was eight years old. Um, and to just have people all along the way, I had people that poured into me that would kind of tell me, hey, you remind me, like in my high school, Michael Irvin went to my high school. He's always the biggest, one of the biggest names. And we had other guys go to the NFL. But, you know, one of my coaches came to me when I was in high school. And I was actually about to stop football and play basketball. And he, hmm. he told me, um, Nate, like, you know, don't don't you need to stick with this uh you know coaches are saying that you remind them of Michael Irvin and Daryl Porter and other guys who have been to the league and at that point like that dream became more real for me Mm -hmm. um where you know it's like all right I'm gonna go after this and and work work my tail off and see um see if I can you know make this happen so um that moment to you know see my name go across the bottom of the screen was like I said just you know was extremely uh, exciting, emotional, um, because it's so much work that goes into, you know, having your name called. And I was I was a little frustrated after day one because back then it was day one, day two, oh, you know, yeah. they had the first three rounds. And so I started seeing some guys who I felt like, you know, we were on a similar level going in the third round. So mm. I'm like, my name make it my name make it called now. And then when it did, and I was I was upset. I'm a competitor, and oh, I yeah. feel like I'm just just I'm not saying I'm better than anyone, but I'm I feel like I'm just as good as anyone that steps on the field. So that's kind of the mentality I had. So that was tough. But when um, I got drafted to Carolina, I just knew it was the right thing. One of my closest friends in college, Chris Gamble, he was already here. Oh yeah. Um, Drew Carter, you know, was a Buckeye as well, was already here. So you know, Chris Gamble was the first person that texted me. He um he went to my rival high school and they were uh dealer high school Panthers. So, you know, the first thing he texted me like, yeah, you're a Panther now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was, um, like I said, it was a great moment for my parents, my family, my brother, you know, came in. He's the one that kind of put the ball in my hand when I was a kid and me trying to, you know, following his footsteps and just seeing him, you know, he didn't play in high school, but just seeing him being athletic and uh, mm-hmm. always having a football or basketball in his hand, that kind of, piqued my interest because my dad was a wrestler I didn't have like a, you know parents that were like hey you need to play these sports I just fell in love with it so just all that kind of coming together all that all the effort everything you know where I come from um you know the work that you put into to, to, to trying to be the best that you can be to have someone you know a team recognize that was great last thing I guess to be picked by the Panthers too was surprised to me like I had never spoken with anyone from the Panthers oh. except for maybe one except for maybe once like they spoke to me I think I was weighing in at either the Combine or the East-West Shrine game. 
I was weighing in and some guy was just talking to me on the side, like, hey, how's everything going? That was the only communication I ever had with them. So when they picked me, it was like, huh? Like I had, you know, the Cowboys and the Falcons who had come and worked me out at school and, you know, really liked me at my pro day. So it just goes to show like, you know, how someone's always watching. You just never know. So I'm glad that, you know, I, I handled myself the right way, you know, on and off the field. And that's you know, a good lesson. That was, like I said. Yeah, it was exciting, man. It was an exciting time. Absolutely. So we're talking with Nate <laughs> Sally here on Unpacking It, and he's already shared part of his journey with us, but toward the end of his time with the Panthers, he dealt with major knee injuries that didn't allow his career to continue the way he hoped it would. But the difficult time he had transitioning to the next phase of his life actually led him to what he's doing today with audible coaching and consulting as he's helping other players transition well. So Nate, let, let's get back into your story. How did your own struggle impact your faith in God? And what is the passion behind wanting to use your own experience to pour into others with, with what you're doing with audible coaching and consulting? Great question. And through that time, my faith was tested uh, more than it had ever been tested. You know, I, you know, I've always said, you know, I have faith, you know, I believe in God and I'm born and raised, you know, in the church, you know, I never, I was never at a point in life where I didn't know who God was. And um, because I just, it was, I was raised with it my entire life. Um, but at that point, when, when this happened, like I mentioned, the toughest thing that I'd been through um, in my life, um, uh, to really not know what was next uh, was extremely tough. Mm. And, but that's what faith really is. It's faith in the unseen um, and trusting that, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. And that's something I had to continually tell myself um, during that time, you know, getting injured, you know, when I'm the starter and, and, you know, about to, you know, start to peak in my career, um, you know, having all that stuff happen and getting injured again and, having to walk away from the game and, you know, kind of feeling like, you know, you have the, the, the why me, you know, mentalities at, at times. And, but, you know, faith was so big for me because that was what I always told myself was God doesn't make mistakes. And, you know, I'm like, I've always said this even before this happened. And now it's time for me to really trust that. And, you know, I, I always stayed positive. You know, I tried my best. I had my, my human moments, you know, like where I said, where I would question sometimes, but for the most part, you know, I was positive through the entire thing. I always, always believed that God had a, a reason and a purpose for why I was going through what I was going through. Mm. And I, I, I knew that it was going to be able to help someone else at some point um, because that's how I've seen God work uh, in my life and the lives of others is whenever you, you go through a hardship, it's, it's usually not just, it's not just about you. Um, so you know, with audible coaching and consulting, that's uh, something where I feel like it's the aha moment that that that, that came about me. You know, I, I'm like I have an idea. I think I think I I'm supposed to be pouring back into the lives and life coaching for for athletes who are battling with their transitions into the real world and kind of identifying who they are beyond sports. So from that moment on, I just start attending different um, meetings and looking into you know what life coaching is and, and then 
God just started to work. And, mm. and, and it's funny that that's been a pattern of my life. And, you know, a formula that I, that I use within my coaching to, to try to help people to grasp how, how to reach certain goals or how to accomplish what they want in life is what I call TPA. And it's trust, plan, and act. Ooh. My entire life, um, that's what, that's what has gotten me to where I am. So something lit up inside of me and I've learned to, to trust that. Like that's God speaking to me, telling me that, hey, even though it may not seem popular in what everyone is doing, this is for you. And I've learned to trust that. And my mom has always told me, hey, you don't have to be like the boys. You don't have to be like the boys. And I've always trusted that, mm. um, that I don't, that I'm different sometimes and it's okay. And I don't, I don't really care if some people don't agree with it or feel like it's awkward or weird or, Hey, why don't you go and be a coach? Like, you know, like a lot of your buddies do, or like, no, that's not what's for me. This is what's for me. So at that moment I had the same kind of feeling. So I've learned to trust that. And then for me growing up, you know, the pattern I've seen, I, I always find a plan. Somehow I plan on, on, on how I'm going to accomplish that, that, that thing that, that has lit up inside of me um, mm-hmm. that God has put on my heart. So I trust, I build a plan, and then I act. Acting, I don't know what's coming. And it's really trusting and having that faith that this is what God is calling you to do. You just keep stepping and, and he'll keep making a way. You know, it's Amen. almost like I'm walking on it's almost like I'm walking on a bridge that I I don't see where the next brick is or the next piece of concrete is. It's just I have to step and it end up it ends up being there. Yep. I don't even know where that visual just came from. I never used that before. That's but good. that just kicked me like <laughs> Yeah. I like it. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's like you keep moving. Keep moving and and, and the more I do that the more he shows me that, like, I got you. Like, do not worry. Like, I don't worry about much at all. Even in the toughest times, like, I don't worry too much because I've constantly seen a pattern of him taking care of my family, of myself. And it's like, why worry? Like, you've been here before. Um, like, things will work out. So I'm, I'm just grateful and, and excited it. about this this time and, 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 and ready to really pour into the lives of, 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 of guys and, and women. Um to, 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 to impact the big thing about audible is, you know, and, and the name came from obviously me playing football, you know, being a safety, you know, you always had to know what the, what the audible was. So you right. come out on the field, if the team motions to a different formation or does whatever, we always had an audible that we can make a change to the play to, to, to position ourselves to, to capitalize or to, 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 to make a, a better play than we would in a different call. So this is all about, helping individuals make the necessary changes in their life so they can, you know, put themselves in the best position to, to, to capitalize on what their potential is. So um, the tagline for, for, for Audible is, you know, repositioning lives to fulfill potential. Mm. Um, and that's what it's, and that's what it's all about. And then, you know, the Audible part as well, you know, for people who don't know football or don't know sports, it's all about being vocal. It's about being heard. So, you know, Another thing I love to say and I, and I love is dream out loud. Um, don't be afraid to to share your dreams with the right people, but don't be afraid to vocalize your dreams and, and, and to have someone like myself can help to hold you accountable and help to help you navigate, you know, through that gap of, you know, hey, where I am and where I want to be um, to help you get there. Um, so that's what I want to be for other people. And I wanna, I'm dedicating the rest of my life to, to doing things like this um, because, as I mentioned, I've accepted that that's what God put me here for. Like he keeps 
placing me in a position where that's what I'm doing anyway. So I'm like, all right, I get it. I get it. This is what you want me to do. Yeah. And it's all, and, 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 and it's all for his glory. And I'm, I'm just, you know, excited and proud to be on this, on this walk right now. Amen. Well, that, that's a yep. tre- tremendous <laughs> perspective and, and really just appreciate you sharing your, your heart and story today on unpacking it and his his new website is audiblecoachingandconsulting.com he's nate sally former nfl safety and 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 really what what they're trying to do at audible is they, they want to equip athletes and former athletes with the tools necessary to live a fulfilled life that stretches far beyond their athletic abilities and and what's what's so exciting as well the impact that, that Nate's having on on athletes and, and will continue to do as, as this grows, he's also going to have an impact on us each week here on Unpacking It because he's going to be sharing the Audible Minute presented by Paradigm 360. It's going to be a part of the show, and and so he's going to share encouragement, inspiration, and, and challenge us each week uh, with, with some of these Audible-type thoughts. And and so, Nate, we're, we're thrilled to, to partner with you and and and, and just and, and so we're we're going to hear uh, that that minute today on the show and and so we'll uh, we'll keep up with you and we're we're so grateful that you were a, a guest on the show today and 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 very excited just to to continue to hear from you week after week. Perfect, man. I appreciate the opportunity and and don't forget to follow me. I'm finally on Instagram, uh, getting into the social media world at the Audible Coach. So. Uh, it's also going to be, you know, some words of inspiration on there. So I really appreciate the opportunity. I'm looking forward to, to the partnership. All right. So good stuff from Nate Sally. And my big takeaway as we wrap up the podcast today is about the the part of the conversation where he described the bridge and the the one step at a time, the one brick at a time that that sometimes happens in life where we don't know where that next brick is going to come from or we don't know what the next step is, but we have faith and trust to take the, the, the step and to, to almost wait until that step appears. And, and we may not know the, the five, ten steps that, that will take place after that. We're just looking for the, the first next step. But, but it's so key in, in a journey of faith as we follow Jesus to really trust God, one step at a time. And it sounds cliche, but man, when we really live that out, when we, when we trust that, that he is the one who is a, a lamp to our feet, that he's guiding us, that he's leading us, that, that he'll reveal what needs to be revealed at the right time. Because all too often, we want to see you know, exactly where we're going, exactly what's going to happen you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, and, and, and oftentimes, it, it's more of a slow, one moment, one step at a time, and then there's a pause. Maybe God doesn't you know, move or, or he, it doesn't appear that, that action is happening in the moment, and we have to wait, and we got to be patient. And then God lights the path and says, all right, here, here's where I'm leading you. And, and so it is. It's, it's quite the journey. I, I can relate to it. Um, and it's just something interesting to think about today. So in your own life, as you're, you know, just continuing to pursue the Lord and, and desiring to do his will, the encouragement today is, is to just take it one brick at a time, one step uh, on that, on that bridge. And it requires faith. 
It really does because we want to run up, we want to run right ahead, run right ahead, but then we go the wrong direction all too often, unless we wait. And then when it's it's lit up, boom. Then we go that when we go that way. So I think that's a cool image to uh, to think about. So let me know your thoughts on today's show. Uh, you can email me Bryce at unpackingit.com. and then also be listening for the Audible Minute. So if you listen to the radio show. You can hear it there, but then also we'll make it available in podcast form as well. Uh, so, so be excited about that to be able to hear from Nate Sally each week. So glad to have him a part of the team. Appreciate his heart and passion and, and a lot of fun to talk with him on the show. Well, thanks for listening today. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Be sure to check out our other podcasts as well. Some great interviews. Go listen to, to Michael Polardi or Ben Crane or Pat Williams, and I think you'll enjoy those conversations as well. And until next time, I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans together. This has been the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. We'll talk to you next time.